0: Patients want to make the most of each visit to their medical providers, but there are so many services offered and details to remember, it can be difficult to cover everything. Welcome to Conversations with MIT Health. I'm Melanie Cole, and my guest today is Dr. Cecilia Stuopis. She's the medical director at MIT Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Stuopis. So patients do want to make the most of each visit. How do you suggest that they prepare for their appointments with their providers?
1: So I think the first thing patients uh, should do is really think about the kind of appointment they are coming in for. Uh, From the healthcare provider standpoint, there is a difference between a routine physical type of appointment and a problem-oriented appointment, something that you're coming in for where you're having an issue that you want to discuss with your doctor. When patients come in for a routine checkup, those kinds of appointments are a time when the doctor or the nurse practitioner are trying to go over your entire health status. Things like your personal history, your activity, your diet, your um, your regular vital signs, what kinds of routine labs you might need. They're really considering the whole person for those kinds of visits and are not as focused on uh, the various medical problems you might have. And they're really taking a viewpoint around wellness for the patient and making sure that everything that you need to have done or you should be doing is uh, focused towards wellness.
0: Okay. so, So they have to first decide what their visit is for or know what their visit for. And if it's for wellness or their annual physical kind of thing, that's going to be a different kind of appointment than if they're going in to focus on one specific topic. Do you like it when they come in? Do you doctors like it when patients come in informed, whether it's a topic or a physical with questions, things maybe they read on the internet? Do you like that or no?
1: No, we do like that because it shows that the patient is thinking about their health. We want patients to think about the symptoms that they're having to be able to describe them to us, to tell us things like how long they've had their symptom, what side, what, what things they're seeing in addition to a symptom, like take a headache. Do they have nausea with the headache or do they not? Every um, health condition that you might have, there are certain things that we are going to probe the patient for additional information around. So we'd like them to think about what those additional things might be and be able to describe them, you know, the duration of their symptoms, what kinds of situations they coincide with, and um, just general things around timing, uh, location, um, you know, how se- severity, those sorts of things.
0: So how can they use their time in the office efficiently as far as hearing what you're telling them? So they've given you their symptoms, they've given you all of these things, they've asked you their questions, and now you're giving answers. Should they be writing them down? Because sometimes, Dr. Stuopas, these things go in one ear and out the other for patients. Do you like them to bring somebody with them? What do you like them to do as far as getting that information from you and processing it?
1: So I think the best... um patient-provider interactions are going to be a two-way interaction whereby the patient asks questions, the provider answers them, but also the provider um, asks questions and the patient answers back as well. And for most patients, um, particularly if we're talking about something that's a bit more complicated, it is best to be able to have some way to write down notes um, or, or bring a person along with them if they feel like it's a, a very um, you know, significant health issue. Uh, sometimes two sets of ears uh, remember things better than one.
0: If a patient chooses a primary care provider that turns out to be not such a great fit, can they switch? How does that work?
1: So at MIT Medical, uh, we, of course, have primary care providers of um, all types that um, our patients can choose amongst. I think to have the best therapeutic relationship with your provider, it's important that when you're sort of in the room with them, you feel a connection to each other, and if you're not feeling that connection or that the provider is the right fit for you, certainly you can change your primary care provider, and that's done easily by, um, you know, contacting uh, the health plan desk um, or uh, through the... you know, one of the secretaries up front. And providers don't take it personally when someone switches away from them to another primary care provider. We recognize that it's a very personal decision and someone that you may have sort of been assigned to by chance might not be the best person for you. So don't ever feel that if you are making a switch from one primary care provider to another that we'll think less of you because you've made that decision. We want you to have that great therapeutic relationship with your primary care provider.
0: I'm so glad that you said that because people do think maybe it would be a little uncomfortable or what if they're going to see that primary care provider in the hallway somewhere. So I'm glad that you pointed that out. That's so important, Dr. Stuopus. Now, what about resources for patients that may have accessibility issues for interpretation, translation services, or assisted listening devices?
1: Uh, so all medical facilities are required to have uh, those kinds of assisted uh, assistive devices and services for their patients. So we offer um, an interpretation phone line for our patients who need medical interpretation, and we do have the assisted living de- listening devices as well. And, of course, we want to work with you, um, no matter who you are, to get the information to you in the best way that you can understand it, whether it be written through, um, you know, a patient message on our portal, uh, Follow My Health, or through, you know, regular verbal communication.
0: Can patients access their medical records outside of appointment times? Can they go on and look at their blood work or things like that anytime they want?
1: So yes, at MIT Medical, we have the Follow My Health patient portal. And through that portal, patients can access certain portions of their medical record, including their medication lists, Uh, allergies, a problem list, and uh, it has the ability to uh, send messages back and forth with the provider. We always recommend that any messaging with a provider be done through the patient portal because it is uh, a secure portal and um, compliant with the HIPAA, the privacy laws.
0: And what should patients know about their own insurance coverage?
1: So I think in particular at MIT Medical, um, especially as it relates to our students, uh, a number of our students um, have health plans that are not uh, provided by MIT Medical. They have what's called, um, have waived the student health insurance plan. And for those students in particular, we need them to understand the requirements of their home health insurance, where, what the network would be if they have a medical condition. All consumers of healthcare need to understand basic terminology around deductibles, co-pays, uh, referrals. Uh, those kinds of things that um, can be frustrating for uh, people when they're sick. So it's better to take some time when you're not feeling sick to understand how your health insurance works
0: that's great advice and so wrap it up for us dr stuopas in the last few minutes here about being your own best health advocate and what you want patients of mit medical to know about being an engaged patient and knowing their health history and being able to relay all of that information to their primary care provider
1: so i think it's just to pay attention to your body as number 1 i think uh, patients sometimes just gloss things over and don't um, aren't aware of the signals that their body might be sending them. And it's important to just to pay attention to those details and then be able to relate them back to the healthcare provider when you are seeing them. Um, it's hard to help people if they can't tell you exactly what's going on with them. So taking notes, um, keeping account- sometimes keeping track of symptoms on calendars, those sorts of things are very helpful for us and for the patient to understand uh, what is going on with them. It's that patients really um, try and develop that relationship with their primary care provider or whomever they're seeing, actually, and be honest with uh, what is going on. I think one thing we see quite commonly is that patients will book an appointment for one issue but really want to talk about another issue, and it really helps us to be the best prepared for your appointment if if you just right up front tell us why you want to come in and be seen. Um, rather than sort of make us try and dig it out um, through the course of the interaction. We are all bound by the privacy and confidentiality law, so you can rest assured that your information is safe with us.
0: Thank you so much for being with us and and really clearing that all up for us. It's great information. Listeners can visit health.mit.edu for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. That concludes this episode of Conversations with MIT Health. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other MIT Health podcasts. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for joining us today.